We're building the best internet talk radio on the planet. It is worldwide. TalkZone.com. TalkZone.com. You are entering an intriguing journey with spiritual lifestyle experts Keith and Charmé Amber, where you'll end up more at home with yourself, your behavior, and your understanding of life. Mastering Ourselves offers sound answers to life's tough questions so that life can make more sense to you and healthy directions become clearer. Keith and Charmé bring you over 80 years of seasoned experience, They pursue truth and insights that are neither left nor right, but spiritually sound and centered, and can be used as a spiritual compass to help you on your path. Welcome to Mastering Ourselves. Sexuality is such an important thing in our lives for everybody. I mean, from when you're an infant on, sexuality is something that we're aware of. Yeah, touch is part of it. Yeah, I mean, through our whole life. (laughs) And yet, so many people get so little, <laughs> you know, and for a wide variety of reasons. Or it is so unsatisfying. Or it is so unsatisfying, unsatisfying even if you are getting it. Mm-hmm. So we've had um, Dr. Darcy on our show before, and we wanted to bring her back because she's really very good, not only at talking about, you know, how to get some more sex in our lives, better sex in our lives, and also how to deal with some of the problems underlying that are causing us and you out there in the audience not to have as much sex as you would like to be having. You know, sometimes it's because there's some dysfunction. Sometimes it's because there's kids everywhere. You know, lives are busy. Careers are busy. The house takes time and on and on and on. So how do we fight all that and successfully get nice intimacy in our life in a way that we can go forward with smiles on our face? Mm So, to that end, I would like to read just a couple of things out of this book, The 10-Minute Sexual Solution by Dr. Darcy Luodzers. 33% of couples do not have sex, uh, did not have sex in the last month. That's a lot. 15% of couples had sex a few times a year or not at all. 45% of couples reported having sex a few times a month. So, how do we fix it? Would you welcome to the show to talk about this, Dr. Darcy Luodzers, author of The 10-Minute Sexual Solution. How are you doing, Dr. Darcy? I'm doing great, and I thank you so much for being courageous enough for both of you to take on this racy topic. <laughs> it's difficult to have a show that's on sex and talking about not getting enough sex and how can you get more sex Yeah. in general. You do well with a sensitive subject. And, you know, we're, of course... You know, along with you, respecting this is a is an important factor in people's lives versus just smutty, slutty stuff. So, you know, I think it's an important thing to cover. Well, for many couples, I look at keeping them together is very important so that they can keep their families together. Sure. Yes. It's really heartbreaking to see a family break up and children turn into part-time children, turn into part-time parents. And one of the roots of divorce, one of the major roots of divorce, what people say is 50% of divorce, is a lack of intimacy and sexuality and passion in their lives. Isn't that something? That's a lot. Yeah, 70% of men have affairs by the time they're 40. That's incredible. That is incredible. It's, just, it's like 7 out of 10 men you meet have been fooling around on their wives. So, by the time they're 40 years old. So... Um, 
is that how it was like uh, 50 years ago? Has it changed? I don't know if I... I don't know if it's changed. I really don't know the statistics on it. I doubt that it has probably changed. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that people divorce more because of infidelity than they used to. But the truth is, is that 70% of the time when there has been an infidelity, when couples work through it with therapy or on their own talking about it, they can get through it and move on. Yes. But my goal is to affair-proof marriages and for people to continue the love they began with and continue the passion they began with or find the passion they lost in their sexual and intimate relationship so that they want to keep their families together and that they're also happy. So there, there must be a number of key, key ingredients to making a marriage relatively affair-proof. What would they be like? Well, the first thing for, that's very important for couples is to have more intimacy. What happens and why I wrote this book is that couples get busy. My husband and I have had five children together. He had three. I had two. We're a blended family. Yep. And when you have two children or five children and two jobs or three jobs and four parents and in-laws and outlaws and pets and houses and mortgages and high rents to take care of, the last thing on the list is often sexuality. So a lot of couples are... Like, I don't have time for sex. I just don't have time to fit it in my life. So my husband, who's also a sex therapist, Dr. Jack Loazers, and I got together and said, look, necessity is the mother of invention, and we need to figure something out here so we can spend a few minutes together each day, and not even for sex, but to connect emotionally. And the basis of having a sexual relationship is having intimacy. And I talk to couples about what is intimacy. It's not just sex. It's not just having sex in the bedroom. Right. Because for men it is a lot of times. It's like, I just want more sex. And women are like, but there needs to be a transition for me to think about or feel about or want sex. And that transition is intimacy. So I talk to people about the four different types of intimacy. And I have a quiz in the book, The 10-Minute Sexual Solution, on how to rate where your intimacy is at and how to find the area of intimacy in your life that you are not doing well at and how to improve it immediately. So, so those four types of intimacy are, yes. one, shared activities, doing things together. It's really amazing when people are 16 years old and 20 years old and 25 years old and they're dating, they're going out all the time, they're seeing each other every single day, they're playing, playing, playing. And then people get married and they have a kid. It was like, yeah, we went on a date a year ago. <laughs> I barely remember it. Hold on a second. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmay Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts offering a place to find sound answers to life's tough questions. Don't forget to catch us Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN. Our guest today is Dr. Darcy Luadzers, Luadzers I guess you say. And yep. she, she's the author of The 10-Minute Sexual Solution. Okay, let's go on with... So we share activity is one. What's What are the other three? One is shared activities. Two is emotional connection. That's can you talk to each other as friends. Do you take 10 minutes or 30 minutes in your day to turn the TV off, turn the computer off, you've got the kids in bed, mom or dad's in the room over the garage and they're sleeping, and you pay attention to each other and you share... And in that sharing, do you feel a sense of friendship? 
and acceptance. A lot of times with couples who have been very estranged from each other, they're hardly even talking, they're not touching, they're not having sex, is I invite them to be each other's friend first. Yep. That's be really friendly. Good. Yeah. Try to remember this person is your friend, not your enemy. Y- you know, and you, most of the time when, when sex goes out the window, it happens so gradually. It's not intentional. Right. But to change it, you have to be intentional. Right. You know, I, I really wouldn't want to have sex with somebody who wasn't a friend. Right. Or you weren't feeling comfortable and friendly like with. Right. That just doesn't work. Right. So number two in intimacy is friendship. Number three is your history. That people have a bond. Sometimes when people have been together 25 years and sexuality is not a high priority, the most important thing, the bond they have together is that over 25 years that they know that person will be there for them. Yeah. They've gone through births and deaths and car accidents and lost football games and a lot of emotional events together. But if you've been there for each other, then you feel like you're family. Sure. And that bond will hold you intimately to a certain extent. Right. And the fourth one? The fourth area is physical intimacy, and it's not just sex. It includes touching, as you mentioned earlier, affection as well as sexuality. Right. That what one of the hallmarks of couples who are considered sexless couples, which means they have sex ten times a year or less, is that they stop touching. And the reason they stop touching is because the partner with the lower sexual desire mm-hmm. is afraid that if they touch or kiss, it'll lead to sex. Or they're afraid if they passionately kiss their partner and their male partner has a sexual response, then they instantly have to do something about it. Right. They do not realize that men have thousands of unused erections in their life, and it's okay if they have one that they don't use. Right. Or three. (laughs) You know, if if that can be a common understanding, the guy can get off of it and the gal could be more freed, and then there would be more freedom instead of this obligation that you're trying to, you know, it's like I'm not even ready and, and... you know, so if you can just make the agreement. Yeah, have the dialogue. A lot of times I do have couples make that agreement up front. I tell them, look, make an agreement that you're not going to have sex Monday through Friday this week. No matter what. No matter what, you're not going to have sex. And almost all of them are like, we don't anyway, so that's not going to be that hard. But you say it, and that way the pressure's off that, you know, you can hang out on the couch and throw your leg over each other, and you can cuddle, and you can giggle, and you can laugh, but there's not sexual pressure. Right. Yeah, you sort of break the barrier. Right, and you can begin being affectionate and you can begin being touchy. And I say that about the erections is because men from birth, from in utero, have erections or partial erections as often as every 90 minutes. And women are afraid that, oh, if I'm kissing you when you're getting aroused, instantly that means you have to do something. And I give them permission to say, no, that's just a natural response, and you don't have to act on it. It's okay. You don't have to have that pressure. When you take that pressure out, you can begin touching naturally, just like you did when you were 16 or 20, and you made out. You know, And for women who have lower sexual desire, that allows them to, instead of having pressure, have their natural feelings of sexual desire come through. 
You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts, offering a place to find sound answers to life's tough questions. Don't forget to catch us Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN. Our guest today, Dr. Darcy Luadzers, author of The 10-Minute Sexual Solution. So I guess the most common uh, off-balance is the men push and the women drag for having sex and you know is it is it for the man to push i guess they need to make some kind of arrangement with each other you know like compromise well you're right it's that that pushing that creates sexual pressure it's not always men some it's the higher desire partner right more frequently that's men yes but sometimes in 13% of cases it's women mhm but more frequently, it's men putting that pressure on. And then for women, it's like, sex is a chore. You know, I, I just can't do this. Right. I don't want to do this. And they get into a sexual power struggle. And sometimes that power struggle gets as fierce as sexual coercion. If you don't have sex with me, I'll divorce you. Or if you don't have sex with me, I won't give you any money. Or if you don't have sex with me, I'm just going to put my butt on my shoulders and be cranky and mean and so women are like well i wasn't even thinking about sex i was thinking about doing the dishes and instead now i have to sit here around you and you're mad so i guess i'll just have sex with you even though i don't want it but i am totally turned off yeah that doesn't build a good future either does it right when you have bad sex it doesn't create desire for good sex in the future no really so if it's doesn't. like i have to do this because it's a chore just hurry up and do this, then it's not fun for anybody. It's not fun for the man because the biggest thing that men want that women don't realize is men want to be wanted. Yes, they want the interaction, the energy. The the testosterone wants the sex, the heart and soul want to be wanted. Right. And a lot of men are coming in, it's like, this isn't just about sex. I'm not. We're not touching. She won't kiss me. Yeah. We haven't had a kiss that involved passion or a tongue. In years, unless we're having sex, if then. And I'm telling you, for higher desire men, it is heartbreaking. It is absolutely heartbreaking to live in a marriage when you're attracted to a woman or a long-term relationship and you're attracted to your partner. Yeah. And that partner has no interest in you. Okay, you're listening to Mastering Ourselves. Time for a break. We're going to talk about the 10-minute sexual solution more when we come back. Stay with us. we got more. Thanks. We're all looking for ways to become better people. So why not let Charmay and Keith Amber, co-hosts of Mastering Ourselves, help guide your way? Mastering Ourselves offers a clear path through the muddle of life. Charmay and Keith have a new book called Steps to Enlightenment with formulas for personal growth and tools to change unwanted habits. Steps to Enlightenment offers it all. Find out what others have to say about Steps to Enlightenment at www.masteringourselves.com. 